five stock market investing rules that you must follow and number four is paramount to make better investment decisions always easy when you have a set of easy to follow rules because they will reduce the number of your mistakes and speed up your process here are the five rules and habits from guy spear who is one of the most famous investors he is also an author of the book the education of value investor guy is well known for bidding six hundred and fifty thousand dollars with manish pabrai to have a charity lunch with warren buffett in 2008. he put together a list of these five rules and habits but i will give you my own opinion on each one of them the first one is that you have to have a checklist his checklist is about 70 items long but yours can start with five or ten and then you can add new items as you get more experience for example you can ask yourself has the company been trading on the stock market for at least five years and then you review the previous five years and ask yourself has the company been able to generate a profit every single year in the last five years is the dividend payout ratio less than 100% so they don't have to borrow ideally you want a company that pays out 70% or less of its earnings and the return of equity has to be at least 10% the most important thing that you don't keep all these rules and checklists in your head but you have to write this checklist down on your computer smartphone and then every time you want to invest in the stock just pull it out and go through one by one. The second rule from Guy Spear is that if someone is trying to sell you, don't buy it. The problem is that your brain is awful at making rational decisions when you are confronted with a perfect pitch from a gifted salesperson. So he adopted this rule that has been proved to be beneficial to him. This is the reason I avoid any IPO unless the central government or the local government wants to sell some of its assets. Most of the time governments will be very conservative with the numbers because they want to avoid the outrage from the citizens when they buy the shares of the company. Rule number three, don't listen to the management. The management such as CEOs and other chief executives are highly skilled salespeople and it's their job to persuade you to believe in their company most of the time they will present all the information in the best light while discounting any potential problems exception to the rule berkshire's chairman and ceo warren buffett and the growing minority of ceos who take it very seriously to share all possible information with shareholders because they put themselves in your shoes in my personal view this is the extension of the previous rule because most top management they have company stocks and they are incentivized to increase the share price therefore they will present a positive story about the company and its future that said i don't fully subscribe to this idea because the more information you have the better decision you can make and you can understand what the company is all about therefore it's good to talk to top management to listen to their webinars and then filter all the information that you get from them another reason i don't agree with this rule because you can ask the right questions from the top management and then judge for yourself 
if their strategy aligns with your vision. If the company management goes on about how good the prospects are without acknowledging any bad economic conditions or any potential issues in the industry, then you possibly should lower their credibility. Quality management won't hesitate to give you the risks and that's an important part of investors checklist. Think of it as a way of understanding not just the company, but the management running it. Rule number four, discuss your ideas only with the people who are not reliant on the outcome. In my experience, the best people to talk to aren't just intelligent, but are independent and can keep their ego out of the conversation. Therefore, your discussions will be a lot more insightful and fun. I have found that the investment discussions can be the most productive when they adhere to these three ground rules. First of all, all conversations have to be confidential. Second rule is that both people shouldn't tell what the other person should do. Otherwise, the person could feel judged and become defensive. In fact, it is better if you don't even know whether the other person is planning to buy the stock or sell it. Otherwise, this knowledge could muddy the water. Third is that you should not have any business relationship with this person. Otherwise, this could skew the conversation by adding a subtle financial agenda. Of course, what matters most in this conversation is mutual trust. The goal of these talks is not just to reach the right answer or have an intelligent debate. It is to share our experience and information. It helps to ask open-ended questions. For example, instead of asking, will the company meet its revenue targets next year? You should ask what the company should do to generate enough cash next year. Therefore, pull your knowledge with other investors, but select the ones that can keep the ego in check. In my personal opinion, I prefer to share my ideas in specialized online investment groups and get feedback. You can clearly see if the person has been researching the company in the past and that could avoid your costly mistakes or prove that you are on the right track. Habit number five, if the stock tumbles after you buy it, then you're not gonna sell it for the next two years. Monish Pabrai developed this rule to deal with his mental forces. When he buys a stock and it goes down a lot, then he doesn't sell it for the next two years. It acts as a circuit breaker, a way to slow him down and improve the odds of making rational decisions. Even more important, it forces him to be more careful before he buys a company, because if he does a mistake, he'll have to live with it for the next two years. This knowledge can help you avoid a lot of bad investments. In fact, you can imagine yourself when you buy the stock that the price goes down by 50% and you can ask yourself, will you be able to live with it for the next two years? In this case, buy only the amount of shares that you can handle emotionally if this is were to happen. In my personal opinion, this rule is useful because you will carefully consider every decision before you invest. However, I will not apply it every time. For example, if the company fundamentals have changed, then I will have no problems of selling the company next month or next year. Also, I could find that I made a mistake and the stock is trading above its intrinsic value. Then I will have to sell it 
cut my losses and buy something else. I'd rather have to admit that I made a mistake than sit it in my portfolio accumulating opportunity costs. Let's recap the five habits from Guy Spear. Number one, create your own checklist. Number two, if someone tries to sell you something, don't buy it. Number three, don't listen to the management. Number four, discuss your ideas only with people who are not reliant on the outcome. Number five, if a stock tumbles after you buy it, don't sell it for the next two years. Tell me down in the comments below what is your favorite habit. If you enjoy this kind of tips, make sure you subscribe, hit the like button because more good stuff coming soon.